Yo, Random Ignorance Podcast. I am your host, Savage the Great. I hope you guys are doing well on this nice, beautiful day. So check this out, man. We're going to start off on a somber note. We're going to start off with the news of Juice World passing away. Now, if you don't know who Juice World was, he was a rapper, a new age rapper, you know, of the new generation. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I wasn't a fan of his music, but I did respect him as a person. You know, everybody deserves that at least. But he did pass away. All right. So the news has it that he was on a plane ride from L.A. to Chicago. And once they landed in Chicago, he died of a seizure. Right. So more news came out after that. And it said, hey, on this plane ride, Juice World has 70 pounds of marijuana, three guns, two belong to security, and one that no one claimed. And his girlfriend said that he used weed, Xanax, ecstasy, morphine, and coke, but his go-to vices were Percocets and lean. Okay, now this is not a shock if you heard Juice World's music. He put out an album with Future called World on Drugs. And if you know anything about his music, his big hit was Lucid Dreams. And he, he openly talked about his depression. He openly talked about his anxiety. He, he openly talked about his drug addiction and his drug use. So this wasn't like no secret addiction. Like everyone pretty much knew what he was on and what he was doing. But I think it came more of a shock that it was Juice World. Like if you're part of that world, he was a big rapper. He was a big rapper. He was up and coming. He had put out a good uh, project of work, a good body of work earlier this year. And um, he was only 21 years old. He turned 21 on December 2nd. He just turned 21. So it's crazy, man, that all of these young kids are overdosing, bro. Like, listen to what his girlfriend said. He used weed, which is not crazy, but Xanax, ecstasy, morphine, and coke. But his go-to vices, which means these were his favorite, this is what he preferred, were Percocets and Lean. All right, so and then more news came out. It said, hey, the feds were on them. Somebody reported that they have guns or drugs on board of the private plane because it was a private plane. So someone must have reported that they had guns and drugs on board. And when they were about to land, Juice World made an attempt to hide some evidence or he panicked and got nervous and he just took a bunch of pills. That's what people are saying. So when they got to the airport, he had a seizure and he died of the seizure. And then more news came out that said pretty much they was already on him. Like they had searched his plane one time when it landed in Australia or something like they was already on him. They already knew he was on some other shit. They already knew the people around him was on some other shit. So they was already looking at him. So that should tell you, hey, bro, if you're already getting your plane searched, probably don't have 70 pounds of marijuana and guns on that bitch. And even though the guns did belong to security, at least two of them did, you still can't legally travel in a plane across state lines with the weapon unless you are permitted to do so. And it looks like those bodyguards were not permitted to do so. So a lot of people ask the question, hey, he's a famous rapper. He's rich. Why does he have 70 pounds of marijuana going from L.A. to Chicago? And common sense will probably tell you that was going to get resold because L.A. has the cheap prices. Prices sharply increase once you leave out of California when it comes to drugs, at least marijuana. So he somebody in his entourage or something had a little side hustle. He like, I'm going to just take 70 from L.A. to Chicago so I could sell it at a better price and make more profit like they like nobody's just smoking 70 pounds of weed. So it was more to that, right? So 
once he died of course everybody that does drugs in the industry trippy red and everybody hey man it's time to give it up we gonna they do that every time after somebody overdosed it didn't matter if it was Lil peep and no matter if it was mac miller every time somebody overdoses and passes away it's always hey we're gonna do better we're gonna kick the cup we're gonna stop taking the pills and we don't like they see that every time but this time was a little bit different Cause you had people that were on drugs or, you know, rappers that are into drugs and drug rap and all that shit. And they was basically defending it. Like, hey man, you know, just because he died don't mean we gonna stop, man. Just because, like, are y'all fucking crazy? Are y'all fucking crazy? In Future, if you don't know who Future is, he's one of the big, big drug rappers. Not, yeah, big drugs. He had a hit song and the hook of the song was Molly Percocet. Molly Perkins, like, he's one of those, right? Uh, he's a big lean drinker, all that. Well, Future stopped drinking lean and taking drugs for a long time, but Future said he felt like he had to keep rapping about it because it was part of his image. It was part of his image. Even though he stopped, he was okay with promoting it because it was part of who people thought he was. And even Juice World told Future, hey man, you inspired me to start doing lean. Ain't that fucking crazy? Ain't that fucking crazy? Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, you inspired me to follow a self-destructive path. That is fucking insane. And then you got people saying, hey, man, you know, Future, he's not one to blame. Future, fuck no. Future is one to blame. He's not the sole purpose. He's not the sole thing to blame, but he is a fucking contributing factor. Because if you put that on any other situation, if somebody went up to Snoop or Game or any of these people that, you know, preach the gang lifestyle and said, hey, man, you know, hey, big Snoop Dogg, hey, Game, you know, y'all inspired me to gangbang, man. Y'all inspired me to gangbang. And then that kid gets killed in a gang shootout a few months later. Like, come on, man. Like, people going to be like, yo, Snoop Gang, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all preaching this to the, to the youth, man, the youth, the youth, the youth. But I think... A lot of people don't want to admit to this because it is such such a part of hip-hop. It is such a part of the genre. Like, it, it has its own culture now. It has its own genre. That kind of, it's a bunch of rappers that talk like that. And lean and pills is nothing new in rap. Because way back in the day, I remember ecstasy was the thing. Everybody was on the X pill. And then, you know, Blue Dolphins and all that. And then it came in Molly. Everybody was on the Molly. And now it was like prescription pills, Xanax and Percocets and all that crazy shit. So drugs have always played a part in hip hop, at least from the 2000s on. But it's just crazy seeing all these people die super young, man. 21 and just turned 21. And I think he had a lyric like, what the fuck is the 27 Club? We ain't making it past 21. That is crazy. It's always some cryptic, eerie shit that these rappers and, you know, artists say before they die, man. It's crazy. So the autopsy came out. They didn't find nothing in the autopsy, of course, because there was no foul play. You know, they said he died of a seizure. That's what it's going to be. But what people are waiting for is the toxicology report. Because the toxicology is what screens the, you know, the alcohol levels and the drug levels and what was found in the system. So that's what people are, you know, waiting on to come out. Because nobody truly knows what killed him. But judging on witness statements and what his girlfriend said, it's kind of adding up. And then you going off his music and the person that he was, it is adding up. Like I said, I wasn't a fan of Juice World. I'm not going to front like I was. Because every time somebody dies, you get those people that come out. Man, he was the first artist I ever liked. Man, he was the first album I ever bought like i ain't listen to him but i do respect him as a person you know i love him as a person 
so therefore when anybody dies in a situation like that it's always sad because they didn't get to live their full potential they didn't get to see their life they didn't get to see what it was going to turn out to be they didn't get to raise kids they didn't get to have a wedding they didn't get to see grandkids so it's always sad in those situations so i just want to send a big r.i.p out to juice world and his fans his family his friends everybody you know condolences all right so next up we got lizzo at the basketball game acting a fucking fool if you don't know who lizzo is lizzo is basically like a pop what you want to say lizzo is like a pop rapper or a pop singer or something but she's a big girl she is a big girl lizzo gotta be maybe like 450 maybe lizzo gotta be like 450 and if you don't know she got the hit song truth hurts and you know last time i checked i was DNA test said 100% that bitch like that is Lizzo right so Lizzo has been on this whole accept me because I'm fat campaign for probably about a year now like she posts a bunch of naked pictures she posts a bunch of suggestive pictures and she's fat and naked so it's basically like hey I'm body positive hey everybody love me I'm fat and I'm fat and I'm proud of it but her latest stunt was she went to a basketball game and she had like a big t-shirt or a big gown or something and behind her she had her ass cheeks cut out she had her ass cheeks cut out so during the game when the camera went to her she just stood up and turned around and started twerking because she had the ass cheeks cut out of the shirt and she had like a thong on and people like nah lizzo like you tripping man you tripping what the fuck are you doing and and everybody else is like nah you just mad because she's fat she's fat because if it was a skinny girl doing it you want to have a problem it's like nah you probably would because it is a place and time for everything in the basketball game with kids present and families present ain't nobody trying to see your ass out man ain't nobody trying to see that and then people start drawing parallels hey what about meg the stallion what about Nicki minaj at their concerts and on their instagrams well if it's at their concerts and on their instagrams those are their platforms and people can go there to see that shit and they can leave at any time that they want to nobody goes to a fucking nba game and expect to see fucking lizzo with her ass out therefore you are taking away the choice of people because you are forcing yourself on them and that's what that's what people don't like about certain groups when you try to force yourself on them, like nobody is saying, hey man, you know, get Lizzo up out of here, man. She's always naked. She's always, so stop forcing yourself. Nobody's trying to get you out of here because you're fat. We done had fat women before. We done had Monique, okay? Monique was probably the fattest woman, the loudest woman, the craziest woman. She was out on the BET Awards twerking to that Beyonce song. I don't know if y'all remember the uh-oh, uh-oh, when she brought out about 10 fat women. Like, it's a place and a time for everything. Nobody just wants to go for a night on the town. Hey, honey, you know I got tickets to the basketball game. Oh, you do? Yeah, we should take a Junior and Katie. Yeah, let's go to the basketball game. Then you're going to the basketball game, and then you're looking at the goddamn Jumbotron and this fucking Lizzo with her ass out. Like, nobody goes to see that shit. Nobody goes to see that shit. So it ain't got nothing to do with her being fat. It ain't got nothing to do with her being black. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Just keep your goofy ass out of our way. I don't want to see you on the screen. If I want to go see you clap your ass, I go to a Lizzo concert. I will go look on Lizzo's Instagram. Stop going. I hate it. I fucking hate it. So the next thing we're going to talk about, we ain't going to really talk about it, but we're going to touch on it, is Nick Cannon versus Eminem. 
Now, Nick Cannon and Eminem been going at it for a long time. Now, this beef started with Mariah Carey. Eminem rapped about Mariah Carey. And Mariah Carey rapped back with, like, obsessed. Like, why are you so obsessed with me? And then in the video, she had an Eminem lookalike stalking her. Like, it was crazy. So, at this time, she was with Nick Cannon. Like, if you don't know, if you've been living under a fucking rock, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey were married. I think they got, like, two kids together. So, of course, Nick Cannon being the husband, he jumped in at that point, And Eminem kept sending shots, sending shots. So recently, Fat Joe dropped an album called Family Ties. And on one of the songs, Eminem has some bars about Nick Cannon saying, yeah, I told Nick that Mariah was nutty as fuck. Like, he was basically just saying, hey, Nick, you a clown and all that shit. So Nick picked up the microphone, which none of us want to hear. None of us want to hear. I do not want to hear Nick Cannon rap ever 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 i do not i repeat i do not i repeat i do not want to hear nick cannon rap about anything i cringe on wilding out when he gets on the mic because he always takes it a little more serious like he always try to act like his bars is a little more heavy he always act like he got a little more like nick you, you wasn't that good of a rapper bro you're still not and i don't know what it is but i like nick I'm, i like nick as a person I like Nick what he does business-wise. I like Nick for the fact that he has been putting on black talent for 10 plus years and nobody else is outside of fucking Tyler Perry. And even when Tyler Perry does it, it is talent that stays under Tyler Perry. Like you never seen Tyler Perry put on some somebody that went on and did some other great shit. Like they gonna do great shit under Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry gonna give him a show and then give him another show under Tyler Perry. Nick Cannon gets all these internet and you know, little known comics and shit and blows them up and then they go and do great things so i fuck with nick he was part of my childhood growing up i used to see him on all that i remember when they introduced nick cannon's character on all that i remember when it was only keenan and kel and those was the only black dudes it was only keenan and kel and then i remember nick cannon came in and then nick cannon got a show on nick and then he early 2000s love don't cost a thing and i'm a gigolo spinning lots of dough the song with r kelly that nobody talks about because it has r kelly on it i remember uh her pops don't like me i remember all that shit underclass man drumline like nick has some fucking bangers he has some hits i fuck with nick for that but i do not in the year of 2019 going into 2020 do not want to hear nick cannon rap i don't care if he get them battle rappers because he has a like a group it's called the Black Squad, which is like a double entendre because the group on Wildin' Out is called the Black Squad as well. So he has a group of ex-battle rappers, I think Conceited and Hollow to Don. Or, it's a bunch of battle rappers that he calls the Black Squad. So they got on the song and went at Eminem and said, hey, Eminem, we know that you uh chauffeur caught you sucking dick and now you had to pay him off and you fired him like what are y'all talking about man i don't know eminem a day in my life but what the hell are y'all talking about all right so we're not gonna talk too much about that because it is nick cannon rap and i do not want to hear nick cannon rap let alone talk about nick cannon rap but salute to nick cannon he has a thousand jobs he has more jobs than five jamaicans combined he has he had the america's got talent thing and he left them for being racist and then Gabrielle Union took her dumb ass up there and found out, hey, oh, they're really racist up here. Now she got some shit going on. Like, you should have listened to Nick, motherfucker. Nick has a has enough cultural cachet to say, hey, these people are, you know, these people are racist. These people ain't fucking with us. And she still took her dumb ass up there for that check. But 
you know, he had that. He got the radio show now. I think he's about to have a daytime talk show or a late night talk show. One of them uh, still wilding out. Like Nick is cool, man. I fuck with Nick. Just don't want to hear him rap. Don't want to hear him rap. So next we got Offset cheating. Now, if you don't know who Offset is, he is one third of the group, the Migos. The Migos have songs like Bad and Bougie and Stir Fry and things like that. It is Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo. Those are the main three. Offset and Quavo probably, you know, they're, you will hear them on songs separate from the Migos. Not so much Takeoff. Takeoff is like the ugly stepchild. He don't, he don't get no love outside of Migos fame. Like, he only gets cared about when he's with the Migos. So, Offset is with Cardi B. Cardi B, big superstar, you know, Bodak Yellow, all that good stuff. So, um, it's, he has a, he has a skewed history when it comes to their relationship. He has a skewed history when it comes to their relationship. He is a cheating motherfucker. He is a cheating motherfucker. Habitually, habitual cheater. It is tapes of him cheating, of him recording girls, and the girls was aight. I ain't gonna even hold you like that. The girls was aight. He had one walking to the bathroom. That bitch had a wagon on her, buddy. I am telling you, she had a wagon on her. And if you've seen that video, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. She was aight. And I'm like, damn, this kind of pussy rappers be getting shit. I might need to get in the booth. I might need to get in the booth. But I digress. So he has a checkered history, a checkered past. And, you know, maybe so, maybe a week ago, some lady named Jade, and Jade is 6'9's girlfriend. I know you probably haven't heard that name in a long time, but 6'9, you know, Takashi, the guy that is in jail, the rat, the snitch, the snake, the guy. He's in jail, but he has a girlfriend on the outside named Jade, and she's active on social media. She has his, she has 6'9 tatted on her everywhere, like all that. So she posts a video of her going through her phone and going to her Instagram and going to her DMs and it's like offset saying, hey, I miss you or something, right? Verified account. So it is really offset. So offset and Cardi B go into defense mode. They're like, hey, we don't know what's going on. We were asleep. I don't even know what's going on. Um, Shortly afterwards, I forgot to mention that offset's Twitter was also quote unquote hacked. He started posting a bunch of gay shit. I like balls. I'm gay. I like butt cheeks in my face. Like, he started posting shit like that. Balls in my face. Like, (laughs) he was crazy. (laughs) Now, dudes that know how this shit goes, they know when you are jumping in front of something. You can see it for what it is. If you done did some dirt, if you know about the game, when you're trying to protect yourself, you will go all out. So since they were going to say he was hacked, they had to prove he was really hacked because you can't just say, oh, I, my, my account, it, it got hacked and all they did was DM a girl. No, if hackers get your account, especially if you're a celebrity, they going to wild out. So they wild out on his account, quote unquote, once again. But I fuck with Offset. It's always funny seeing dudes get caught up cheating. It's always funny. Now, do I know for a fact he cheated? No. Because he was like, hey, man, I'm on the phone with Instagram. I'm on the phone with Twitter. I'm on the phone with Facebook. I'm trying to get my 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 password changed, my email changed. I was asleep. I was asleep. I don't know nothing. I was asleep. Like, I don't know if he cheated this time. But in the past, when you get caught up, it's always funny. Always funny watching dudes get caught up cheating because they get caught up in the dumbest fucking ways. The dumbest ways. Even back in the day when he, when he got caught cheating one of the first times, it's like, bro, why are you recording you with a woman why are you recording your cheating 
Like, are you fucking stupid? And when Kevin Hart got caught cheating, it was the funniest shit on earth. Because Kevin Hart, I think Kevin Hart's situation was a little bit funnier because he had like a clean image. Like, Kevin Hart was that family guy. Like, oh, he's all about his kids, all about his wife, my rib, my rib, this, 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 this. And then he get caught cheating and knocked him down a peg. I'm telling you, it took him out that race of who's the best guy, him or The Rock. Because The Rock, his fucking resume is so clean. I don't, I never, I never seen The Rock curse outside of a movie that was part of a script. I ain't seen The Rock get angry his whole time being alive. Not being alive, but, you know, being in the public eye, whether it was wrestling, whether it was movies. Remember, he had a song with um, fucking Wyclef John. Do you remember when The Rock had a song with Wyclef John? And he was like, it doesn't matter because if you ain't sharing, people ain't care. You don't remember that? <laughs> the Rock. But it's always funny when people get caught cheating. Now we're going to get into entertainment. It is two albums that I want to hear that I haven't heard as of yet. And that is the Roddy Rich album. If you don't know who Roddy Rich is, he is a rapper from Compton, but he's more melodic. He's not a bar for bar type, you know, Kendrick type rapper. He is more melodic singing. Same kind of content, though. But he's dope, bro. He's dope. I don't really like auto tune rappers. I don't really like, you know, I don't really listen to Young Thug or nobody like Gunna. I don't really listen to them. But Roddy Rich, he got a different, it's a different appeal. I fuck with Roddy Rich. And I need to hear the game. I haven't heard the game's born to rap album. I haven't heard it. And the game is probably in my top five rappers. Top 10 for sure. Top 10 rappers for sure. He might be in my top five. If I sit down and make a list, he might be a, a number five. He might be. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. And I'm, I'm going to do that on another podcast. We're going to go through the top rappers and my favorite rappers and all that good stuff. So outside of those rappers, I ain't really want to hear nobody else's projects i do want to see a movie though that i haven't seen and it's called the irishman i know you probably heard about it but i cannot bring myself to watch it because i see that it is three hours long i heard his name pronounced different ways so it's martin scorsese or martin sorsese but i heard his name pronounced different ways so i don't know which way to say it but he has a history of making long movies whether it's goodfellas whether it's casino he always makes longer movies but three hours, buddy, three hours. I don't know, man. I don't know. But the good thing is it's on Netflix. I ain't going to have to go to the bootleg site to watch it. I can go on Netflix and check it out. So I'll probably do that, you know, when I get some time, because I don't like watching movies in chunks. I don't like watching a part here and going back to it. And you got to get back into the story. I like watching shit in one fell swoop. And that's it. But this is the Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. Peace.